0: Hello and welcome to the Glide TV Recaps The Golden Girls. Today we are on Season 3, Episode 12, Charlie's Buddy. It originally aired on December 12th 1987. So what other historical events have transpired on that day? Well, in 1822, Mexico is officially recognized as an independent nation by the United States. In 1957... Willem J. Kolf and his team at Ohio's Cleveland Clinic remove the heart of a dog uh, and replace it with a pneumatic pump which kept the dog alive for 90 days proving the viability of an artificial heart. In 1963, Kenya declares its independence from the United Kingdom. In 1980, the United States copyright law is amended to now include computer programs. And our three most recent event, Events Uh, On December 12th of 2018, Michael Cohen, lawyer of United States President Donald Trump, is sentenced to three years in prison for campaign finance violations and tax fraud. On December 12th of 2018, American Media Incorporated, the publisher of the National Enquirer magazine, admits to paying hush money to numerous mistresses of Donald Trump over his current presidential term. And our other most recent event on December 12th of 2018, British Prime Minister Theresa May survives a no-confidence vote from her own Conservative Party in British Parliament. But she survived it, so she's still sitting on the oh. head of the British government oh. still, she oh. is. So Boy. good for her. Now, so that's our history lesson for the day. So why don't you inform us what transpired on this installment of The Golden Girls?
1: Alrighty, scene one, Dorothy and Sophia are entering the front door into the living room. Uh, They were shopping. Dorothy bought a dress for a fundraiser. Blanche enters the living room. Yes, Rose comes in the front door. Well, Rose and Blanche wants to see the dress that Dorothy bought, Blanche isn't impressed. Rose says that is exactly what she would have picked And Dorothy says it will go back tomorrow. Ah, they talk some more, and Sophia says she is going over to Mildred's. She opens the front door, and there's a man there looking for Rose Nyland. Sophia leaves, and Rose comes to the door. The man is Buddy Rourke. Rose introduces him to Dorothy and Blanche, and then we discover she has no idea who Buddy Rourke is. Well, he knew Charlie and served with him in the military. They all sit around talking for a while. Buddy makes a date with Rose for lunch the next day. And Rose will show him around Miami. Yeah, scene two. Rose and Buddy are on the boardwalk. Buddy buys a bag of popcorn. Rose and Buddy do some talking. And then they kiss as the scene ends. Scene three. We're in the living room. Sophia's on the couch and wanting to see Dorothy in her new dress for the fundraiser. Dorothy comes out of the bedroom and models her new fancy dress. Sophia likes the dress. Uh, We hear Blanche from her bedroom, and she is going to show off her new dress for the fundraiser. She comes out and has on the exact same dress as Dorothy. They discuss this for a while. We also learn that Buddy will head back to Boston on Saturday, and he wants Rose to go live with him in Boston. And Rose thinks she just might do so. Scene four, we're in the kitchen, Rose tells Blanche and Dorothy that she thinks she really is going to go live with him. They think it is crazy as she barely knows him. Well, you know, that's the way it goes. In, Sophia,
0: the show, yeah.
1: in this show, that's the way it goes. <laughs> Sophia comes in and says, what is on her mind about Rose living with a man, not being married? Yes, Sophia will tell you. Blanche also seems to go off about it being wrong. And her and Dorothy, yes, have a bit of an argument, believe it or not. Rose says it would probably be a good idea because Buddy already knows so much about her. Rose also says they have decided to keep their money separate and they will probably need a bigger place in Boston, so Rose should give him half the money now for that house and he can buy it before she gets there and it'll be half hers when she gets there. Nobody thinks this is a bit shady. Yeah, the discussion goes back to the dresses and who will wear it. In scene five in the living room, Dorothy, she has bought another new gown. Blanche has also bought a new gown. They are in the same wrapping paper from the same store. And when the girls tear tear open the wrapping, they are different dresses. Yay! Dorothy has some, some news on Buddy. The money thing has been bothering her. So she did some checking. Buddy just retired after 45 years in the army pension office. That is how he knew all about Charlie. They never served together. Apparently this is not the first time he has tried this approach. We learn that Rose has gone to the bank and then is going to go meet uh, Buddy. These two girls are scared but have to wait until Rose gets home. Sophia comes out in her new dress for the fundraiser. And yes, it is the exact same dress that Blanche had picked out. Oh, what a commotion. Scene six, we get Rose and Buddy. I think they're at the zoo, it's hard to tell. Rose does a lot of talking, even starts to tell us about the dinosaur bones that were found right outside of St. Olaf. Buddy stops her because he wants her to talk about moving to Boston rose says she just cannot go it would not be fair to charlie's memories rose does not give him money but she does give him charlie's gold watch which he actually gives it back to rose and he leaves scene seven we're in sophia's bedroom sophia is knitting and listening to the radio (sighs) dorothy comes in and needs to talk dorothy doesn't feel right about not telling rose the truth about buddy even though everything turned out okay Sophia has a little story. Yes, picture it. Sicily, 1922. A young military officer stationed far from home. He wanders the streets, seeking a friendly face and a glass of C- uh, Ciante? Giante Chianti. Chiante. Yes, something like that. Okay, finally, he happens into a dusty little cafe where he finds both. The man laughs for the first time in months and finds inspiration in a beautiful peasant girl, wise beyond her years. When the cafe is closed, she takes him home with her. Three glorious days they make love and drink wine. He returns to his command prepared to lead his people through whatever battles need to be fought. Dorothy, that young peasant girl was me and that young man was Winston Churchill. Dorothy says that Sophia made that whole thing up and wants to know what is the point. Sophia replies that she did make it up. It was a little lie that gave her a lot of pleasure. If Rose is happy and there was no harm done, let her have that. And Dorothy leaves as she now understands. And scene eight, we're in Rose's bedroom. Rose is in bed and looking quite happy. And she says, good night, Charlie. I love you as this episode comes to a close.
0: Well, um, this episode had a few uh, references throughout it. Of course, firstly to the Alamo, uh, which was a pivotal event in the Texas Revolution, uh, apparently. Um, So that is uh, the... uh, Alamo. Yeah, that's the Alamo. Um, <laughs> San Antonio. Sure. Um, Haley's MO, uh, also known as physoderm uh, is a skin detergent which assists persons who are allergic to soap. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I don't know why that came up, but it did. Uh, Smelt kebabs uh, are, you know, kebabs made of smelt, which is a family of fish uh, found in the North Atlantic and Pacific Oceans, as well as river streams and lakes throughout Europe, North America, and Northeast Asia. Uh, I think Blanche brought this up, probably. Um, So, she brings up this, like, Jimmy Carter giving this speech about how he's lusted after women or whatnot, so I was like, what in the world is she going on about? Uh Um, So, um, (laughs) I don't really know why this is a notable story, but apparently it is. So, um, about two months before Jimmy Carter won the presidential election for his first term, he was interviewed by Playboy magazine uh, and stated that he had, quote, looked upon a lot of women with lust. Uh, so, that's what that was. Uh, Michael Jackson's brought up again. Uh, the Pointer, Pointer Sisters are a uh, singing group from Oakland who achieved success in the 70s and 80s. Uh, they have won three Grammys, apparently, uh, somehow. So, uh, that's that's them. Uh, Pudding Pops are uh, frosty ice pop treats originally made and marketed by Jell-O were first launched with Bill Cosby as their spokesperson. Um, So that is them. Uh, The Eiffel Tower, of course, is a wrought iron lattice tower on the Champs-de-Mar in Paris named after the engineer Gustave Eiffel, whose company designed and built it. It was constructed from 1887 to 1889 the entrance to the 80, 1889 World's Fair. It was initially criticized by some of France's leading arts and intellectuals for its brutalist and unnotable design, but has since become a global cultural icon of France and one of the most recognizable structures in the entire known world. Uh, so that is that. Um, a Yarmouk or a Kippa Uh, is a brimless cap typically made of cloth worn by male Jews to fulfill the customary requirement held by Orthodox, Halachic authorities that the head must be covered. Uh, It is usually worn by men in Orthodox communities at all times. And according to pewforum.org, up to 82% of the people who wear kippahs identify as Orthodox Jews. Uh, so that is that. Um, hefty Bags is a, band of tra- is a brand of trash bags. Uh, the Polish Pope uh, was Pope John Paul II, uh, who was the head of the church from 1978 until 2005. He uh, was elected Pope by the Second Papal Conclave of 1978, which was called after Pope John Paul I, who had been elected in August to succeed Pope Paul VI died after 33 days in office. Uh, so that, and then, you know, there they eventually settled on, on him. Um, CBS Morning Show, uh, the CBS Morning News, uh, is a morning news program uh, that has been broadcast live uh, for a long while. Um, debuted in 19. 19- Nineteen something.
1: Uh, 1963.
0: That would be 19-something. Yeah. Uh, Burdines was an American department store operating in the state of Florida. Uh, a prenuptial agreement uh, is a contract entered into prior to marriage. Uh, the content can vary widely. Uh, but commonly includes uh, provisions for division of property and spousal support in the event, in the event of a divorce uh so that is that um uh did do, do, do the three musketeers are is a historical adventure novel written in 1844 by French author Alexandre Dumas uh Kim Basinger was a, is an American actress, singer, and former fashion model. Chips Ahoy is a branded cookie. Uh, Luciano Pavarotti was an Italian opera singer. Uh, Chianti is a style of wine. Uh, Winston Churchill's role in World War I. Um, so, the brief version of this... Um, more or less, Churchill was appointed to be the first lord of the admiralty, uh, which is essentially the like head of the British Navy or something. Uh. And that's pretty much what he was doing uh, throughout the entirety of World War I. Um, so that is more or less what he did, uh, though he did eventually... Uh, head out and fight on uh, the front lines on the Western Front in, like, the middle of the war for some reason. I don't really care to read why at the moment. Um, one side character in this episode, Buddy Rourke, is played by Milo O'Shea, uh, known for his work in, oh, one of your favorite films, Barbarella, uh, oh, also woo-hoo. appeared in The Verdict. Romeo and Juliet and Ulysses. Huh. No new sex partners established throughout the runtime of this episode, as far as I could tell. So our tally stands: Blanche, 44, Dorothy, 6, Rose, 5, and Sophia, 1. Well, I have a couple notes on this one.
1: Once again, we'll go back to the money situation here. Rose, who never has much money, as seen. You know, just two episodes ago, she couldn't come up with $1,200 to help uh, Dorothy with her audit. But she's going to have enough for half a house here? Wow, doesn't seem right to me. Uh, Sophia's fake story. Now, it was fake. She said it at the end. Uh, But I checked it out. In 1922, Churchill would have been around 50 years old while Sophia would have been around... 17. So I'm glad it was a fake story because that would not have been very good. Um, Our kitchen observation. Well we have a blue and white big checkerboard pattern on the bottom uh, this time and it is covered with a smaller plain yellow tablecloth on the top. Yes they have two tablecloths on the table. I guess you don't want to get the big one dirty, I guess. I'm not sure. Uh, Our episode counts on this. We had one picture-it story, and that was it. Uh, So we have five weddings, planned weddings, seven physical abuses of rose so far, 17 St. Olaf stories, 11 picture-it stories, eight cheesecakes eaten, seven Sicily Italian stories, 26 Sicily-Italian references, 11 times the girls were mad at each other, moving out. Uh, 17 sports, 19 games, and 7 Stanley Sabornak appearances. And this one was a good, there's some good moments in this episode, but just not enough of them. Once again, a rating of 70 out of 100.
0: Well, that'll do it for this episode of the Glide TV Recaps, uh, The Golden Girls. So, if you enjoyed the show, make sure to subscribe to the channel for more great content like this. And until that next episode, goodbye.